you are entering a battlefield of the future. The Star Wars Jedi Arena. Becoming a Jedi Master takes practice. Using your lightsaber, try to penetrate your opponent's defenses. But watch out! The Whirling Seeker can attack on its own. So follow your instincts. Ah, now you're ready to take on any challenger who dares to oppose you. Play the Jedi Arena home video game. Alone or head-to-head, -head, the challenge awaits you. From Parker Brothers, the ones to beat. And here we go. Gentlemen, we are tonight's entertainment. I told you already, I'm gonna kill you. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow. That's not how the force works. Very small man can cast a very large shadow. This <laughs> does put a smile on my face. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. Impressive. Most impressive. You are on the Sith list. This is the way. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 202 of The Sith List. I'm your host, Arash Dolachahi, and my co-pilots for this evening, the young, the restless, the bearded one, Carlos Buarguello, the man we call Crunch Crunch Hazelnuts, and I think I was holding his hazelnuts last week. This week, I'm not. He's sitting right next to me, Mr. Lesses. <laughs> present. <laughs> he is present. <laughs> you are a present to me, buddy. Oh, oh. <laughs> the man we call the king of all pods, the man who I call the king of pain, so to sting, Mr. Tom. Is here Chansky. Well played. I usually I don't let you say your No, you know, I usually do. No, yeah. Threw me off. It's a special night tonight, buddy. It's a special night because we have our man back. The man we call El Hombre. You know, he's got style. That's what some of the girls say. Satin sheets, he uses them. And he loves luxuries. So fine. Mm -hmm. All his suits, including Les's phone, is made in London. He's got something you really like. Eric? I'm just speechless after that <laughs> intro. I don't, I don't think I got anything else to say, so... It's me, everybody, Eric Strathers. He's Everybody! <laughs> What's up, buddy? Welcome back. Welcome back. Thanks, man. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad that you're here. And I'm glad that we have a guest. Tonight, we bring you someone whose appearance in the Sith Lair has been long overdue. He's a maker of beanies. He's a podcast host of two great podcasts, the Peppa Pig Pod, and of course, the entertaining, wonderful Star Wars spelt out. He's a dad, a designer. He is Josh Chapman. Thank you. How Thank you doing? You for being here. I'm good. I'm good. Now, I just thought I would save you a little trouble because you do all this wonderful post-production work. So I just thought I'd do my own little like, 
Yeah, I, I thought I'd bring in my little sound effects <laughs> thing here. So I've got a little. So, Did you? Yeah, all right. Josh, you just saved me 10 minutes, buddy. Yeah, except <laughs> now it's sort of like. Oh, uh, yeah, I've just crickets. That's going to get old pretty quick. I was like, download Soundboard <laughs> app for really crummy joke. But uh, thanks, guys. Uh, you know thanks what? I wish I had me. that. I, yeah, of course. Thank you for coming on and thank you for being here again in the future because it's tomorrow where you're at. That's right. That is. That's always makes for an interesting uh, when you're trying to coordinate recording podcasts with people because I have lots oh. of guests on mine as well. It's like, okay, so it's my Thursday is your Wednesday and 3 a.m. Right. is your 2 a.m. And yeah, so we managed to work it out. We didn't get too many lines crossed, which was nice, but it's a pleasure to be here. I know this well, has been described as the uh, the Wu-Tang clan when you come on here that you got all these like, diff- you know, all these full bench, but I think it's more like the traveling Wilburys, right. I reckon. We've got a lot of more heavy hitters. <laughs> I, I like to think you guys are that, which is, you know, the widest uh, lefty. <laughs> the traveling Wilburys. Yikes. I, I don't want to be Roy Orbison, even though he was oh. great. He was great. Oh, the I big know. O. Come on. Yeah, he was great, though. I'm not talking shit. I'm just saying. Yeah, you need to be careful. Was Roy Orbison blind? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, he was blind. Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. You're doing good? Hey, hold on. Down there in Australia? I, I, I didn't realize my mic was muted. Roy Orbison was not blind. He was not blind? Was no, he? sir. He was not blind. Okay, you didn't have oh, any kind of visual uh, impairment? Um, probably when he drank. No, no he was he, blind. I'm sure he was blind. Yeah, I thought right. he was am blind, I, am, I, am I ruining a joke here? Is, I, no, he's, no, no, he's, Josh, he's I swear, I thought blind. he was blind too. We have, yeah. We've had this conversation on the sit list before, and Eric's corrected me then too. But I oh, thought man. he was blind. No, no he, he wasn't blind. I'm, I I'd really see, like the sunglasses. He, yeah, this came up it, with something years yeah, ago for me. Did, and that's the did. only reason I know. And it's not like I knew him personally or anything, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, he was not blind. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. okay. Deaf. Corrected. <laughs> oh, he wasn't deaf. A liar. I'm just imagining Eric saying, he's not blind. He's not blind. Guys, he's not blind. Yeah, and dude, you're muted the whole big, time. That's basically all like, they're not saying anything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so. man. Well, thanks for that info. Eric, how you doing, buddy? Dude, it was it was a it was a weird last couple of weeks, man. I wasn't here last week. My grandma passed away. It, you know, mm. I talked about her before. And it was tough. It was it was really good to see my family and I hadn't seen them for months. And I got to hang out with one of my cousins. She and I are like best pals, thanks to text messaging, but we hadn't seen each other in 15 years. But, you know, my grandma passing away was hard. Could take a lot of life lessons from that woman. But um, anyway, I'm just glad to be back, man. Dark condolences to you, my friend. Thanks, dude. She she was something, man. I just, I won't won't hog up a bunch of time with this. She's 93 years old. 93 and she was she went down swinging she was fighting cancer and uh she had never been hospitalized except for having her kids until she was 92 in her entire life she uh buried three of her six kids as adults uh her husband died 30 something years ago and dude she never lost like her desire to live and her desire to affect the people that she came in contact with she wasn't content to just, you know, just be idle and let things go. And uh, it very commendable, man. Very That's commendable. amazing. Sounds so. like an amazing woman. Well, King Tom, how you doing, my man? King oh. Tom, by the way, I was in a comic book. Les, you would have been proud of me. King Tom was proud of me. I know he was, mm-hmm. even though he won't say it. I was in I a was. comic book. Oh, thank you. I was in a comic book store today for the first time in God knows how long, wearing my mask, wearing my Sithless mask that came in. In that comic book store, ended up calling or texting King Tom, asking him what I should buy. And he gave me a couple of references and I got him. 
Thank you, King Tom. No first appearance of Frogman? No, I looked for <laughs> Frogman. Nowhere to be found, unfortunately. I'm sorry. Yeah, it sucks. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. I'm, you know, getting into the summer groove with the kids and work and everything. We, we've got them home. Although, I'm just realizing this now. I'm kicking myself because uh, I should, I, you know, a few weeks ago, I got an awesome Mon Mothma t-shirt in the mail. Mm, that I oh, ordered, I saw that. But I'm not, I forgot to wear it today. Did you get the right one, Tom? Yes, I did get the right one. A little one. bit of background. Uh, Eric sent me a very sweet DM saying, oh, buddy, I ordered your Mon Mothma Metallica mashup T-shirt and uh, I got sent this in the mail and it was basically a different design. Someone else had, had the same. I had, I'm assuming had the same idea at the same time right. as I did. I'm not saying that they took my idea. I didn't see it when I did the search, but these things happen. Great ideas yeah. are like, you know, can be plucked out of the sky. And um, yeah, and I said, well, Eric, that's all right. Like your heart was in the right place. You just spray paint it, Eric, and just put Silver Spilt out on there. Well, it, it doesn't actually say any podcast on it. It's just, it's the Mon Mothma as like the Metallica font. And then it's got a rendering of her. It's the And Justice for All album, but it oh, says And Justice yes, for All. that's so cool. And Justice it's for All. It's pretty good, man. <laughs> that's rad. That is a great idea. But I haven't worn doing? it. Oh, you haven't worn it? Okay. No. Well, you should have worn it tonight for Josh. <laughs> <laughs> just, to tr- just to troll me. I wish just I had it now. I, I would have worn be my beanie, but it's like, you know, 80 <laughs> degrees out here. Oh, uh, is it? Oh, it's 80 degrees out there? Yeah, it's getting hot. Les, how you doing? Doing okay. Everything good? Yeah, as good as it can be. Everything coming up gonzo ass? Can we make that a theme? You just made it. Oh, kind of don't want to take that away. <laughs> hazelnuts everywhere. Hazelnuts there we go. Everywhere. That's it. It's hazelnuts everywhere. <laughs> It's it's coming it's coming up hazelnuts. Everything's crunchy. How you doing, boo? All right. <laughs> oh. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You're doing better now, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's coming up crunchy. Yeah, we're yeah, good. Good. I'm glad you're all doing good. Yeah. Now, Josh, how are things down there with the pandemic? I think before we went on air, you said things are opening up down there. How are things going in Australia? Yeah, they're going pretty good. We got on top of it pretty quick. And one of the big things that they did here was that they just stopped anybody coming into the country. Um, and then if you were a national coming home, you were put into quarantine that was supervised by the government, basically. So you had, we, we knew where you were at all times. So it means that we've had a very low wow. rate of affection. Things Good. are pretty much opened up. We're still at home working, but uh, football came back last week, which was great for us, our Australian rules oh, football. Um, yeah. No crowds yet. Um, in most places, but yeah, we're getting there. We're, we're still locked though. Like we can't get out of the country. I'm, I'm sure we'll get to this when we get to the Star Wars news, but I got a, an email yesterday from, from Qantas just saying, hey, you know that flight you booked for the end of August? Yeah, that's canceled now. You're not, you're not going anywhere. Oh. So, which, you know, wasn't a surprise, but to sort of look at it and go, oh yeah, that's, that's what's going on. But we're, we, we, have, we have a few outbreaks. We have a few cases, but we're talking low digits, average under 10 a day in the country now. So things wow. are looking that's good. Amazing. Lord. Good for you guys. Good for you guys. You guys took a bull by the horns early yep. on and jumped right on paying it. off. Yeah, we're getting a second wave coming oh, up yeah. on us. Very, They're not fucking spiders. They're not fucking spiders. <laughs> well done, Boo. Well done, Boo. They are not fucking. We are, evidently. I've been, I've been they waiting. didn't come there to do that, is what you mean. Yeah. They didn't come there to fuck spiders. Whatever. I, whatever. I used it. Okay? You did use it. You <laughs> used it well. <laughs> well. Well, Josh, tell people, I'm sure most of our listeners know about your wonderful podcast. But for the ones that don't, tell them what they can get when they're listening to the great Star Wars spelt out. 
Well, it's a primarily a interview podcast. So I think a few of the people who are on here, Tom and Eric, have both been on. You other guys, for some crazy mm-hmm. reason, haven't gotten on yet, but soon, hopefully. <laughs> Talk to people in fandom about Star Wars. It's just me, usually under an hour, chit chatting. You know, sometimes we do commentary, sometimes we'll do little live things and have fun. We just passed 100 episodes. So I had Darren Hayes Crap. from Savage Garden Ooh. come on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, very Star Wars cool. Guy. So a bit of a local musical, you know, name in Australia and around the world as well. And he yeah. was really cool. Yeah, yeah. Really we humble. Know Savage Garden here. Just loves just loves Star Wars. So that was quite cool. And um yeah, so now I've just gotta keep it rolling. Now I was kinda going, Well, we've got to keep this ball rolling until celebration goes and now I'm going, All right, we've got two more years of keeping this rolling and, and doing stuff. But I also do a, another podcast about Peppa Pig. Say something, Peppa. With my buddy Matt Frost, as you guys all know, is Frush. Yes, and um, where cool. we um we review episodes of Peppa Pig because we're both dads with little kids and we've had to sit through a lot of Peppa Pig. So we thought, wouldn't that's it be awesome. fun to sit back and break it down and, and make fun of it? And uh, yeah, and that, that's good fun too. So that's a, that's a very niche, but um, we're the only game in town with Peppa Pig podcasts, believe it or not. <laughs> there, aren't, there, there aren't hundreds of them out there. So we have literally no competition, that's cool. which is nice. That's fantastic. Listen to their podcasts if you haven't yet. Please do. He is the, the funny thing is, went to celebration. We all were there. And I get back home after three or four days. I get back home. And the first thing she says, she goes, where did you get that awesome beanie? Didn't ask me any other questions. <laughs> just want to know where I got the beanie. And I will tell you this. You gave me the last beanie that you had. Off of his own head. No, I don't. No, no, no. no he had one was, more left. <laughs> that was the last one to give out. That's right. I had one left. And That's that was right. at Steel's show. And you got the last That's right. one. So I... It's hard for me to keep track of who got what, so I'm sorry if, if some guys, some of the boy, Les or Boo, if you guys missed out, but that was the last one. And then basically the, the night, I think the next day of that, we caught up with the Mad Bad Motivators at the house and Dallas mm-hmm. Wood from the Bad Motivators comes and goes, oh, bro, you know, what happened to my beanie? Why didn't I get a beanie? And I went, oh, Great I Dallas Wood. I, I went, oh, I'm really sorry, mate. Like I, I had about five or six back home in Melbourne that I'd, I'd put aside and I said, oh, well, when I get back to Melbourne, I'll just send you one in the mail. And then I thought, oh, actually, I've got the one on my head. You have that one and then I'll Aww. have one for myself. I so Dallas got the very, very last one, but you got the last one that was handed out. That was, that was still bitch. wrapped in plastic and not infected. <laughs> that hadn't been sweated in That's true. Days. That's true. That is true. Well, I would have liked that more, Josh. I, I really would have. But you know what's funny is I was harping you the entire time. And I was like, Josh, you give me a fucking beanie. I want that last beanie. And you're like, I'll get it to you. And wow. at the end of the night, in the parking lot, outside, you handed it to me. There's a special I moment. I was just waiting for someone famous to turn up at Steel Show. It didn't happen. So that's why I was, you know, I was like, oh, you never know. <laughs> Daisy Ridley might turn up. I've got to make sure I got one for her yeah, just in case. Yeah, I'm like, all right, true. all right. You can yeah, have it. And she's not coming. That's okay, though. Yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate it. Well, you guys ready to get the ball rolling here? The Weekend Geek? Absolutely. Yep. Let me give out the shenanigans. Check us out on the SithList.net where you can listen to the entire SithList catalog. Yes, even the B-sides. Also, it's where you can buy SithList gear, look at some videos and photos, and visit our Pod It Forward page where we list some of our favorite podcasts like Star Wars Spelt Out, Blue Harvest, Seal Wars, The Pop Culture Hour, The Bad Motivators, and much, much more. Just click on their logo and you'll go straight to a warm, fuzzy place with Carlos Buarguello. Not not fuzzy. Warm, probably, but not fuzzy. Yeah. Also, a big thank you to Corey and Noah of the Kessel Run Transmissions for letting me be a part of such a great event on Saturday. We ended up raising over $2,000 for Brianna Taylor, Jamie Johnson, and Robert Fuller's GoFundMe campaigns. Just shows how great Star Wars community can be. Such 
a great positive force instead of all the negativity that we sometimes talk about. But if you still want to help, go subscribe to the Kessel Run Transmissions and you can watch the entire event and then you can still donate to the GoFundMe sites, which is pretty amazing. So thank you guys for doing that. I know there's crazy stuff still going on and I know things are happening out there. Chris Rock came out with a quote and I think it might've been the, just the perfect quote with some of the stuff that's going on. I know being a cop is hard. I know that shit's dangerous. I know it is, but some jobs can't have bad apples. Some jobs, everybody's got to be good, like pilots. You know, American Airlines can't be like, most of our pilots like to land. We just got a few bad apples like crash into mountains. Please bear with us. Yeah. Chris Rock. So I thought that was pretty uh, on point. So that is that. Now, box office. It is almost the identical lineup here from last week. Just a couple of things moved around. Scoob, number one. It's been holding on for dear life. Trolls World Tour, number two. Invisible Man, High Note, and Sonic. Invisible Man and High Note just flip-flop. Capone drops to number 19. We're doing it, people. We are doing it. Fuck we, you, Capone. Um, our cinemas open next week. Uh, so we've, we've been getting uh, like, hey, cinemas are back. Get, get ready to go to the cinema. And all the times have cut our local one, the times have come out, and all the, they're showing Sonic, Trolls, 1917. <laughs> Emma, it's all the stuff from six right. months ago. So there is no, nothing new right. um, that's coming Shit. like, oh. Great. Well, I, I might wait a bit because I was really keen to go. I'm like, oh, I guess I can go watch Sonic again, I guess, if that means getting out of the house. Yeah, I haven't even said it. Just don't watch Capone, Josh. Do not. All do right. It. Done. Already done. Okay, good. <laughs> um, speaking of that, delays having previously been slated for November 20th release, Godzilla versus Kong, which I know you're big, mm-hmm. very excited about. Yes, Ooh. sir. Will now come out May 21st, 2021. That's a full year. It's arriving a full year later than his very first slated release. And Matrix 4 got delayed April 2022 now. My goodness. And then a John Wick movie, it seems like it is supposed to be opening up on the same day. They wanted to give, uh, was it, uh, Bill and Ted their own amount of time so they can, you know, rack in a billion dollars. Eric, we watched the uh, Bill and Ted trailer last week, man. <laughs> oh, man, we wanted, it, we wanted it to be good. We really did. It was not good. It was very disappointing. I Yeah, it's not. I was oh, I, honestly, I wanted it to be better, but then I yeah, think about too. the reality of okay, here's how much time has passed. What did I expect? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you, we were we were literally speechless after we watched it. We we all looked at each other and we're like, oh, so damn it. Here, here's the thing, man. I've got two little kids who are getting old enough to really have clever, astute opinions of their own, and. A lot of the stuff that from when I was younger that I find hilarious does not hold up in their eyes. I'm just (laughs) going to tell you right now. And, you know, I thought, man, I should Bill and Ted. I should show them that movie. Nah, not going to do it. Wouldn't be prudent. I wonder if Wayne's World would hold up. What do you think about that? I don't think it would. Well, the only here's what they would find relatable about it is the shooting a TV show in your basement. Because to them, that's what everybody's doing on YouTube oh, right now. Right. And that's you're your right. key to fame. So that alone would make them look at it. But then they'd see somebody playing in a band and they'd be like, whatever. Yeah. So there's your box office and your delays and some Bill and Ted talk. Kylo, I know you missed them last week, Kylo. I know you tried to tease King Tom and I, it worked to a degree. But can you please tease Mr. Struthers? It's time. For Eric's Star Wars report. Yeah, thanks for that. 
So the big news, obviously, is Star Wars Celebration 2020 in Anaheim. Reed Pop finally gives us something on it, and they have announced that they have canceled it. And it will, it's back on for August 2022 in Anaheim. And I'm a little bit surprised by the gap of two years, but I suspect that they still claim that there's going to be a theatrical release in December of that year. And maybe that's why they're, they're putting all that there. I think that, well, first of all, how did you guys feel about this? I'll go first. I was pissed that it's going to be two year delay. It could be because of theatrical release. And also they don't want to compete with their own con. Read pop doesn't do D 23. Right. So yeah, maybe that doesn't have anything to do with it, but. Yeah, I was just pissed that it's going to be two years. I'm glad that they canceled it this year. That just wasn't smart to do. And I'm glad that it's in Anaheim. Me too. I was just happy I didn't have yeah. to travel. I was like, I'm thank gl- I'm glad you guys are coming to SoCal mm-hmm. in two years. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I wasn't, wasn't happy about the two-year delay. Well, as yeah. much as this sucks to say, and I, you know, I don't, I'm typically not the doomsday guy or anything like that. But man, we don't know what's... <laughs> What's going to be going on? That's true. You got states opening back up and Florida's like, oh, damn. You know, they were, Chapman, you're talking about having low digit cases in the whole country. And Florida's like, we got 2,500 new ones today. Mm -hmm. Arizona, Arizona is a state of emergency. Their ERs are flooded. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, who knows what's going to happen? And I think that's, you know, that's wrecking a lot of plans. Tons of, uh, Raj, this is something that'll hit you close to home, man. Mm. A lot of arenas are just not going to open back up. No big, no big concerts, no nothing. And, you know, a tour that I go see every year, it's, Mm. it's up in the air of whether they're even going to be able to do it. And it wouldn't even start for another, what, you know, they'd start rehearsals in like four months, but they they don't know if they can. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. Nothing's been announced. I mean, it hasn't officially, they haven't officially canceled it, but you know, that's just kind of how things go. And I don't know if they're concerned about putting out another date and having that not work out. But the cool thing is, I will say this. First of all, I just want to say last week on the motivators, I emailed Reed pop during the show. Oh, Dear Reed Pop. <laughs> well, well done. Uh, anyway, and then they made this announcement a few days later. I'd like to think that I had something to do with it. Struthers um, is serious. Quick. Let's, yeah. <laughs> we've we've strung him on long enough. Yeah. Um, well, he's had it. He's had it. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, Struthers. He's had it. They did do a thing that what's nice is they give you the option of just carrying your pass, your ticket over, or getting a refund. And if you don't do anything, it automatically carries over. Not a lot of hoops to jump through. I think that's pretty handy. And they're also giving people a pin for going ahead and riding it over. So, wee. Anybody listening, the, the drop dead date is, I think it's inside of the dates that celebration was supposed to be. So you have until then to request a refund. And mm. once that date passes, good news your past got carried over and it's yours to keep. So, Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. I think it's a good call, man. It's hard. I, it's been hard for the Aussies because yeah. we know realistically it's going to be yeah. two years before we get over. I know you guys are, might cross paths and do things and see each other, but it was, yeah, we, we all kind of assumed it would be canceled, but we thought next year we'll be back. You know, that, that's not too bad. 
to swallow, but two years feels like a, a, a long time for us to, to get back over there. Um, yeah. Just, does August seem weird? Like It feels like April, just on the release of a movie, like first trailer, April, August, like you're going to wait two years. I just right. seems like a weird time if they are tying around a 2022 release. Does that? That just seemed a little bit strange to me, but maybe that's just when the, the room is free. I don't know. And and that could be um, like I've been involved in like regional tours and just trying to book a string of venues is so much harder than you could imagine. Now, they only have just the one event to do, you know, but mm-hmm. I'd still I still yeah, bet that venueability was a thing. And the convention center get super packed. I mean, probably not now because of the pandemic, but huh. that convention center is used every single day. Pretty much. right. Well, and then the other thing, though, that I I did wonder about when they were, you know, we were going to have it at the end of August this year, it seems like a really impractical time because, you know, kids are back in school, like just back in school where everything is very difficult to manage, like your daily routine is, you know, not even established enough to to consider alternate uh, plans but whatever man i'll be there i'm i'm just glad they did it because i was planning on going even if it didn't get canceled even though i knew that i would think i was stupid <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? i bet you a lot of people would have done it yeah but um so anyway that's cool that's cool stuff uh some other big big news we got a new video game a coming oh. star wars squadrons and we got a cinematic trailer is that gotta buy an xbox one X one what is it? What's the, the PS five and the new Xbox? Or is this hey? If you got an Xbox, uh, Xbox one, Series cool. X, it, it, no. From it, my understanding, it'll run on PS four and up, and then Xbox One, one and, and up and up. PC, uh, yeah. Okay. yeah. But the 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 super cool news is that it will be you know it's there's a small campaign portion of the game, but it's really oh. all hinging on you know online gameplay, multiplayer play. But it's cross-platform, PlayStation, yeah. oh, Xbox, and cool. PC. Mm-hmm. So you know that's good news, man. Because yeah, there's some stuff I'd love to play with, like my buddy Luke, but he's got a PS4. I'm not gonna go buy one just to play, you know. But th- but this is cool. I'm glad they're doing it, and uh, you know, I'm not super huge on the Starfighter part of Battlefront Two, for example. I mean, I play it, but. I like the ground stuff better, but it, I think it'll be neat, man. What do you think, King Tom? You hip to uh, this? I'm very hip to this. I was a huge <laughs> fan of the X-Wing and TIE Fighter games oh, yeah. back in the mid-90s. Don't touch anything until told to. Report on primary target. Their hull is damaged. I spent days playing those, uh, and I've been waiting for something like that. I I, I did like the, the Starfighter component about the Battlefront. But it wasn't close to as in-depth as that was. And this looks like... There was just one shot of the inside of the cockpit and you could see the levels of the shield, the engines, and the the, the lasers. And that was part of the gameplay of the original X-Wing and TIE Fighters where you had to juggle back and forth. You know, if you wanted Mm. your ship to be faster, you had to decrease the energy to your shields and your weapons. And that, that that was part of the game. And it's just... It's a super... In, you know, inside baseball part of the game, but I'm just excited something like that is going to be back. And there were a lot of little things, you know, different starfighters, starships. We saw some of the characters we saw in the trail. Hera, right? Hera was, the was there. Um, oh, so the cool. Starhawk, the Starhawk battlecruisers from the Wendig trilogy were in there. Oh, shit. Uh, Wedge. 
No, that's that was a wedge. Yep. Oh yeah. shit. Oh wow. It just yeah. Th- this is my kind of thing. I had the sixteen floppy disk drive, Tie Fighter <laughs> and X Wing. I had them both, and the oh, I think yeah. it was switching between the R key or the S key for the shields and the all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I had them, and I wasn't particularly good, but I did spend a lot of time on those. So I'll be curious to see how yeah. they. If they do go down that slightly more hardcore rest than arcade, how you do it on a controller? Because there were a lot of buttons on X Wing. There were mm-hmm. a lot of keyboard commands mm-hmm. to control everything. So whether they yeah. simplify it for a PlayStation controller or an Xbox controller, or if it's just that right button, or whether it's hey, if you're you just want to arcade it and zoom around, then cool. If you want to get a little bit more King Tom and and, and check your levels <laughs> a bit more, then you've got that option to do that. So oh, I'll get it for sure. I get every Star Wars game, and um, I love the cross platform. It's been very handy in the pandemic. With mates of mine right. not being able to see them, we've just played Fortnite just because anybody can download it. It's easy. It's you know beginner level. You don't have to be hardcore gamer. So everybody who's come from four different platforms we've all been able to have a muck around on our headsets and, and get killed by 10 year olds online so <laughs> awesome. it can't be harder than the top gun landing so as long as i can master that shit <laughs> oh, yeah. this should be all good now it looks like we're s- supposed to get some gameplay footage tomorrow is that correct mm-hmm. king tom that's what yeah the 18th yeah and i i hope that like what we saw in this cinematic trailer that it appears to be first person as opposed that's, to third person. I th- that's I, what I've heard. I think that'll be cool, man, because that'll mm. make it feel like the old games instead of, yeah, you know, yeah. I like being able to see the ship sitting there sometimes, but <laughs> for for making it feel like you're flying it, I think first person's the way to go. Yeah. But yeah, it's Nito Benito, man. Do you remember those, Boo? Do you remember those games? The X-Wing and TIE Fighter games? I, I, I was say, do you remember floppy disk Boo? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what a floppy <laughs> disk is? I'm not talking about, you know. Yeah, down, well, down yeah. South. yeah. No, I'm talking about like it's not a good thing. That's all no, I'm yeah. yeah. Not me, son. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> yeah. Fuck you and your floppy disk. <laughs> yeah, that was a prime. <laughs> the Star Wars Underworld guys had me on one time, and I don't remember how we got on the subject, but they were talking about how dumb the term data tapes was from oh. A New Hope. And they're like, they mm-hmm. couldn't, they probably just came up with that because they, they thought it sounded futuristic at the time. And I said, yeah. well, I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we stored data on magnetic tape and they thought I was a dinosaur. I guarantee <laughs> you their faces look just like the people on Jurassic <laughs> Park when the brachiosaurus comes oh, rolling out. Yeah. They're like, there's Struthers! Yeah, dude, it was... <laughs> there's Struthers! They got weak in the knees and started yeah. swaying back and forth. Jeff Goldblum's like, you crazy son of a bitch. Life, I did it. You yeah. did it. It's me, everybody. Eric Struthers. Just because I, I, I used to have a Commodore 64, man. I used to love that Commodore 64. Did you have that, Les? I love my fucking Commodore 64 because the graphics were so much better, even though they sucked, but they were so much yeah. better than everything else. But the Commodore 64 was great. Oh, fuck. No, we, yeah. had a, we had the Intellivision. Oh, no, I, I had Intellivision. Oh, score. I had, dude, I had, I had Intellivision, I had a Coleco, and I had a Commodore 64. But the Commodore 64 was better than any of them. Oh, the, yeah. I feel like the last yeah, time was, I podcasted with you, Struthers, we ended up talking about old tech. I think I just drag the old man tech uh, talk up every time that we get together, basically. The Commodore 64 <laughs> was an amazing machine. <laughs> it sure and, was. And like the floppy disk drive was so slow that uh, a hack that, that users would do is print the directory tree to mm. keep it in the 
with the floppy disk so that you didn't have to spend the 20 minutes it took just right. to pull the directory tree up. Oh, such a bitch. This is a Commodore home computer system. With it, you can learn music, take care of your household accounts, type your letters, get into telecommunications. But it all starts with the Commodore 64 or VIC-20. Commodore computers in more homes than any other home computer. The computers that came after that, they led to the Amiga. Oh, and yes. The Amiga... Yes held on for years and years as a lot of guys who were really into MIDI composing ah. were using an Amiga, Amiga even after this is, you know, well into the two thousands. Wow. So yeah, it, that was a, a, a really cool thing, man. I bet what you a that hipster who did the Mandalorian scores got himself on Amiga somewhere. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> what a great segue, Eric. What a great segue, yeah. So, finally, episode seven of Disney Gallery, colon, Star Wars, colon, <laughs> The Mandalorian, titled Score. And first of all, I got to say it's a baller move to just have the one word titles like that with no the ahead of it. Yeah. I have been waiting for this one, obviously, and it delivered and mm. I, it is my favorite one. For sure. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah. yeah. And well, part of what makes it so cool is, uh, you know, uh, Ludwig Gorenson, his approach, it was so much more organic than I ever thought it was going to be. You know, he played all the instruments and just messed around until he had something that was working out for him. And the first thing he did was get a whole bunch of recorders, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> the wind instrument, not not a cassette deck and uh, just started noodling around on a big giant bass recorder and came up with that opening that perfect fifth interval thing. God, it's so and, rad. And yeah, so cool, man. But, uh, and that guy, he's so talented and it just kind of wrecks my brain. He sounds like an old soul when he talks, but he's, you're not going to be a garbage man. If your name is yeah. Ludwig Goranson, are you like, that, well, no, yeah, exactly. No. You have no choice, right? <laughs> yeah. You gotta be a musical it genius. Either, it's a lot to live up to. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was choice. either musical genius or professional superhero is one of those. <laughs> yeah. It was one of my favorite episodes. And I kept thinking about you when I was watching the entire thing. I said, man, Eric must be just having a, a jazz money. It was so cool to see exactly how organic everything came about and having John Favreau and all of them listen to it on his phone and just, hey, this is what I came up with. And they just the look on their faces like, what the fuck? This is amazing. And what I love about it is the balls on Favreau to let this guy pretty much do whatever he wanted to do. This is the first Star Wars that we got that doesn't have the themes that we're always used to. And for them to do that on the first live action show, that's a big risk, man, because Star Wars is all about the music. John Williams has set this thing up where we want to hear those themes, no matter who's composing. We don't hear any of it. it is, none of them are even close to his themes, but it works. And it's so great. I, I absolutely loved it. I love it. And I love the balls on, on Favreau for doing whatever the hell he wants to do, it seems like. And it's working. Yeah, I watched it with my brother, who's a musician as well, and uh, yeah, he was just loving it. But he, you know, he was getting excited by the big MIDI wall and the synths and the all the instruments oh, God, and all that cool. kind of stuff. But 
Think about recorders. I don't know about you guys, but in Australia, especially when I was growing up, like music class for primary school, when they do music class, they give everybody like a plastic recorder, like, mm-hmm. so I was just having <laughs> yeah. these like recorder flashbacks of everybody doing that, <laughs> having these awful little instruments and stuff. But yeah, awesome. And what's what's next? Like, what one to go? Yep, just yeah, one more. And word on the street is the title oh. for it is connections. I think Hawes of Blue Harvest said a few weeks ago, he, ha- he had, I don't know where he got it from, but he called that this one was going to be about the score, but Connections is Filoni and Favreau talking about how different characters and events and places tie into the movies and other things in Star Wars we've seen before. Gotcha. I, w- I will say this though, remember when we had Brittany on and we were talking, Brittany and Emily on, we were talking about Filoni. And we were saying, hey, but there's the episodes that he did, not the best of episodes, but I'm rewatching all of them again, right? He did the first episode. The first one, yeah. And mm-hmm. the first one is so important to get us going and to catch our eye and go, okay, this is badass. So I will take back 50% of what I said about <laughs> Filoni. Um, I, I really like Filoni, but there's a couple episodes. I think he, did he do three? Did he direct three of them? No, yeah. he did the first one and the fifth one. Okay, the fifth one, which is the one with uh, Tatooine, our, yeah. fr- our friend. Yeah, I didn't like that one. But the first one's fantastic. I mean, the first one gets us, just grips us. I mean, it gets us to want to watch the rest of them. I mean, it's, that's how important it is. Well done, Filoni. I, I will give you props on that. I think he's playing the long game there. Like, he knows, he'll know more about what the story is. Like, him and Favreau know where that's going. You know, he's been involved in the story. Mm-hmm. So, if he's cherry-picked that fifth episode, even though... Obviously, the temptation to go to Tatooine is like, I get to go to Tatooine. You know, like, I cannot pass that up. But I feel like he's going, hey, I know where this is going. I want to cherry pick. I want that episode because that's the one that's going to pay off, even though at the time people may not appreciate that. I think a lot of people don't appreciate it because the rest of the episodes are so amazing. If we had that as a standalone episode, we'd probably would have loved it. You know what I mean? Mm. Like by itself on the side. But we've seen how great they are. Yeah, yeah. I'm rewatching him and I am enjoying it even more the second time. You know, Josh, I hadn't really thought about that. The And he, what I think Josh is driving at specifically is the very end, like the mm-hmm. yeah. the post-credit yeah. scene yeah. Yeah. of the thing, yeah. if you will. Yeah. yeah. And him setting that up, that is a that is an interesting prospect. Now, uh, for this last episode of the documentary series, I did see somebody on Twitter saying that no screeners were sent out for this episode. Oh. But there had been for all the other seven. They're gonna they're gonna give us something, man. They're gonna yeah. give us something. Oh, yeah. they're going. They'll go Damn. back to Tatooine, I think. So I think that's why. Like, yeah, I think we're not <laughs> yeah. done with Tatooine. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, they'll this be one will be never be done by, with Tatooine. Uh, Toro Calican himself. Uh, mm. uh, yeah, they, uh, if he would have just like Disney Plus, if he would have just like Damn. done in character, done not the actor, him in character. Oh yeah, him in character. It won't be the actor. Here's the but nice yeah, thing, though. Honestly, with that guy. What's his name? Jake J- Carnavale. Yeah, it's the the son of uh, Bobby. Bobby Carnavale. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's so a great the actor. the cool thing about him is is that if you don't care for him, it's cool because there's a zero percent chance he'll ever show up at a Star Wars <laughs> celebration. <laughs> yeah. But anyhow, well, well Bobby Carnavale is married to Rose Byrne, so uh, mm-hmm. Corday. From Attack of the Cl- is it Corday? Which one? Which, she's one of the handmaidens. Uh, yeah, yeah, she so was. Is his, is his stepmom? So there you go. Could even be in canon. Wow. Mm. Probably wow, not. You good. just blew my mind, man. Is she the, man. She the one a, that, that died? Uh, no, she's no. the one who got blew off. No. She was the one that was sort oh. of 
the, yeah. the, the second one, the I'm worried about you leaving kind of one. Also, uh, one okay. quick Attack of the Clones question. Anybody can feel this. What happened to Anakin's arm when it got chopped off? Is there any, does anyone know what happened to it? I put this out on Twitter and I got nothing but stupid responses, of course. <laughs> um, and I thought maybe someone uh, like Corey might know that, oh, there's a Clone Wars episode where someone steals, like, did they just leave it there? It feels like that's a bit of precious Skywalker thing lying around no one's right. ever addressed. Mm-hmm. That's some, about that's where Luke's DNA. hands go. There's some but, DNA yeah. up in there. Another trilogy you can write about that. Right. <laughs> That's a, maybe wow. that's what the new animated There's series is going to be about. Yeah, Hunt for Anakin's, Anakin's arm. <laughs> Somebody finds the arm. That's wow, a great that's, question, that's man. A great I question. don't know. Yeah. Just yeah. a Geonosian eating it on a stick or something like just sort of Ugh, using I it as a baseball bat. <laughs> speaking of the animated series and speaking of Corey, our buddies Noah and Corey, who were just on very recently, they got a slant on what the upcoming animation series are going to look like and mm-hmm. because it hasn't none of it's been confirmed uh we'll just skip over it but if you want to know what they have to say about it go find them on twitter and look or check out their show man because i don't i don't feel like i'm on the inside of it enough to to make sense of it up or down but yeah they released that information once they hit two thousand dollars for that charity mm-hmm. event they're like we're going to release a scoop and they released the information about what the next animated series yeah. will be about Hope Check you like the out. Bad Batch arc. Yes. But there is some hope that my favorite character will be in there. Oh, yeah. The The idea was the reason why they introduced those characters was because of this next series. So hopefully. Does that make Ra- you a Rafafarian? Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, it does. Eric, yes, it does. <laughs> well, you know what? I don't have anything else intelligent to say. So... Well, thanks, Eric. Great to have you back. Great to get the Star Wars report from you. Kylo missed you, even though King Tom filled in. Let's do some pop culture news. Reboots and remakes. Children of the Corn. Do you guys remember this movie? Stephen King's great horror story. Became a pretty good movie. Creepy kids inside a bunch of corn. (laughs) They're a bunch of children. Like a play with us kind of thing, isn't it? Yes, that's right. They're on a they're on a farm or something. Well, they're remaking Children of the Corn, and they did not stop filming during the pandemic. They just quarantined <laughs> themselves. Oh, okay. okay. And then they that's commitment got through it, and they uh, actually did it. Yeah, according to Deadline, this thing is going to be coming out soon. Now, Children of the Corn was a big movie when I was younger. Boo, you remember? Have you seen Children of the Corn? Hell no. Oh, because you're horror. Yeah, but you've heard you've heard of Children of the Corn. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. Anything with like demonic children yeah. or or like uh, what is it? People being taken over by demons or something like that. So you've never seen John Ritter and Devil's Child? No. Fantastic film. No. You mean Problem Child? Problem Child. I'm sorry. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> he was a devil though. That kid was the worst. <laughs> Absolutely. That not. was it. Was a comedy. I was just messing. That kid was the worst. <laughs> I don't care. I love John Ritter. He's my, one of my ultimate favorite yes. comedian, acting, comedian, yes. physical actors, whatever. Eric, Children of the Corn, what's your take on this? Remake, reboot, should this be done like everything else? You know what, man? Sure. It, if you can put any kind of modern spin on it, I guess. If it's just a beat for beat a remake of the original, 
I mean, it's not like there were tons of high budget effects in it. So, it's, no. you know, it's not like the technology now is going to be, oh my gosh, the corn is so much more groundbreaking. Did you know there wasn't a single stock of corn anywhere on the set? It was all CGI. <laughs> if that's the best thing they have to say about it, then who cares? But sh- <laughs> practical. But practical sure, corn. man. I mean, whatever. It's, it's, uh, there's something about scary kids that are, mm-hmm so scary <laughs> i don't know man <laughs> i right. uh children of the corn i'm not proud to admit gave me nightmares for an extended period of time when i was a kid <laughs> i should have never been allowed to watch that movie but yeah, that was, it was a freaking movie so you know less you're a big king fan you're a big king movie fan what do you think about this should this be done yeah yeah it should be done just i i mean i agree with eric as long as it's not as long as we're not getting another uh, scene where the guy's screaming Outlander, we have your woman. Oh, yeah. yeah, that right, whole right, thing. Right, right, yeah, right. as long as we don't get like, you know, we get a different take or a different version. I'm okay with it. Yeah, we probably will. More like boo in this department. I'm a bit of a chicken when it comes to that kind of stuff. But oh, I, uh, okay. yeah, most right. of my horror stuff goes for, you know, early Peter Jackson stuff. You know, like I like um, Brain Dead or well, Dead Alive, I suppose. Like, oh. like, the really over-the-top wacky stuff. If you've never seen that, that's some pretty mm. funny stuff. But it's got to be kind of hilarious. More, normal sort of horror stuff, I get too chicken. But remake it all. I mean, why not? It's not sacred. It's just make it again. They've remade much more sacred stuff before, I reckon. So That's true. It'll, it'll either that be good or it won't. They're not going to burn all the that copies of the old one. Yeah, good point. Why not do it? Here's a here's a crazy thing that Stephen King came out with on Twitter. He said that he toyed with the idea of writing about Jason Voorhees from Friday <laughs> the 13th. He said, the best novel idea I never wrote and probably never will is Jason. The first person narrative, Jason Voorhees, and his hellish fate killed over and over again at Camp Crystal Lake. That's what he tweeted. What a hellish existential fate. Just thinking about the legal thicket one would have to go through to get permissions makes my headache and my heart too. But gosh, shouldn't someone tell Jason's side of the story? So here's the question I have. Is there a horror franchise that you would like to see Stephen King's twist on? This is very interesting to me. Stephen King wanting to do a Jason? I'd be interested. Mike Myers for me. Mike Myers? I would love to see that get inside of his head because you don't, all you know is that he's a murdering machine. I'd love to know why. How you know we we know how it, he's well, he was created. Nuts. He was uh, no, he, I know that, but but what he's thinking, you never oh, hear him. Oh, what, what he's thinking while he's doing it. Yes, exactly. All that, and then you know, my sister's. So a bitch. you my want him to yeah, exactly. tell it from Michael Myers' yeah. point of view? Yeah, yeah and that's what okay. he wants to do with Jason. Yeah, being killed over and over. Again. I'm gonna say I think he's already written. This. Yeah, that'd be crazy. I think he's just. I'm going, gonna how, say, how, Steve, how no could I possibly get this done? Uh, if only there was a way. Yeah. Yeah. Some public support. If I was put it out here. Uh. Can't be that hard. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Stephen King has already written this little thing and just has it sitting somewhere oh, collected. That would dust. be rad, man. I would love and, to see it. Yeah. I'd probably have to have him uh, maybe do. Yeah, I'm going to agree with Boo. Mike and just Myers? do Halloween. Yeah. Freddy would be cool, too. That whole whole, the whole dream idea. Yeah. 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 I thought that was really interesting that he came out with that. Dark Universe is still in play. Remember this thing back in the day? And then it came back with Invisible Man. They're gonna. They're including Invisible Man in this Dark Universe. Really? Yeah. It looks like Bloomhouse might be taking over the Dark Universe. That's cool. Yeah. Bride of Frankenstein is coming to the big screen. So during the quarantine, producer David Cope, who wrote Bride of Frankenstein's script, revealed that that's all he's been doing during the quarantine is trying to get this thing set and done and get the Dark Universe back up. I'm. I'm I may be a bit naive, but uh, was Frankenstein mentioned in the uh, in that one? The one with. Uh... 
that one first movie they had with no, Russell the Mummy with Tom the Mummy the Mummy there you yeah, go Tom you. Cruise I didn't yeah. see that one I don't know Josh did you see that one Yeah we saw that one Raj No we didn't No No I didn't I didn't actually go with me Russell Crowe was in that. Did he sing in that one? Normally, Russell Crowe sings he was, in all he, movies these days. He, yeah, he, that's true. Uh, he he was Doctor Jekyll. He was Doctor Jekyll. Yeah. Yeah. The only reason I asked that question is, don't you need Frankenstein before you need the Bride of Frankenstein? Don't be sexist, bro. Well, no, I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I don't know. I don't you, know. You can't that's... call somebody a princess, you know, out of the family until she actually marries somebody who is royalty. Of the family, yeah. You, know, you can so call any woman you'd like, princess, including <laughs> Britney. Brown. Well, not so any call woman. Right. Yeah. Say, it, say I, it right now. Say I, it right I, now. I, I, well, yeah, no, call I, her I, princess. I tell it. her that she's my uh, my alabaster princess. Oh, there you go, alabaster princess. Yeah. <laughs> oh lord, less is dying. By the way, of laughter. Ian sent us a voicemail. Very excited about this because we asked Ian to watch Lost. King Tom, you're going to be happy about this. Ian watched Lost, and we're going to get to listen to what Ian thought of it. King Tom, this is very uh, exciting because we haven't had a person watch Lost for the first time and report to us. So let's play Ian's voicemail. Hello, Sith List. This is Ian Gallagher. Before I get into my review of Lost, I do want to mention briefly that I heard some of the points I think it was uh, Les and Boo were making about Game of Thrones. And while I did mention that Game of Thrones has probably the best production quality of any show, at least up to this point. I didn't necessarily think about how Game of Thrones for eight seasons put out pretty much uh, movie quality episodes, basically uh, movies for so long. And then not only that, but was still able to keep our interests in the period it you know had a hiatus a little bit an editing hiatus i didn't think about that so i will have to rewatch some of these shows too so i will be doing that but this now brings us to lost holy shit i can't remember ever watching a show's first episode and it having caught my attention as well as Lost's first episode did. Just amazing. I mean, really fantastic. The show, very well written. Just when we think we are familiar with a character or that we know a character, we're wrong. And we're presented either with a flashback or we're shown how certain characters are solving a present dilemma on the island. It's really just amazing. The character development is. Like Eric, I'm a musician, music nerd, and I know a little bit of theory too. And one of the very first things I noticed was the music. Phenomenal. God, the music is fantastic. And then lastly, one of the things I really like and continue to like is how this first season and I have made it to the beginning episodes of second season. I really love how the writers were like, let's tackle the age-old philosophical dilemma of being stuck on an island and twist it on its head. Genius. I gotta say that preconceived notions that were wrong and incorrect about the show, you know, like I tweeted, never thought I would be watching this show. Never thought I would become a fan. I'm definitely a fan. Also, 
unfavorably compared it to Lord of the Flies, which as a teenager, I do have to reread the book. You know, I'm an English teacher. I hate that book. Can't stand it. But this is not that. I can't get enough. And of course, right when the season one finale finished playing, I went directly into season two. I am currently making my way through there. Let me know if there's any questions you have for me or anything you want me to include in my season two update. If I forget anything from here, I'll be sure to reach out. And with that, I will log off and may the force be with you all. Ian, thank you so much. I'm so glad that you're enjoying it. I know King Tom had a grin on his face and Les, I know, did, did as well. Josh, were you a fan of Lost? Oh, yeah. I just want to say props for watching the whole thing. I thought maybe they just watched the first episode and reported back. But what a commitment <laughs> getting through the whole season. I guess that just, wow. Yeah, yeah really I was a good. Lost fan. I um, I was, I remember I was just, I just moved to England when it started, which was 05, I think it was. And I remember it was Lost is coming, Lost is coming and, and, and watching it um, in a house that I just moved into and I moved to London and I stuck with it through the through the whole thing, the ups and the downs. And um, mm. I've never sort of in- felt inclined to go back, but um, yeah, certainly did in- certainly enjoyed it. We sort of got caught up with, with everybody else. I, I mean, I, I know a lot of people probably, some people dropped off, but uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I think it's ripe for go back, do something else, you know, again, yeah. you yeah, reboot ta- everything. Yeah, I wouldn't, we- I wouldn't, I wouldn't restart it. Just pick up where you left off. There's, there's probably all sorts of stuff right. you can keep doing. I think you guys touched on this a few weeks ago, so I won't just bring it all up. Yeah, again. we did. And I think because of the quarantine and because so many people are rewatching it, this might happen, man. This might happen. And King Tom talking about Disney Plus thing. I, I can see them going after this and putting it on Disney Plus. That would be Shoot it all on the volume, you know? Just put a couple of trees yeah, in front of it. that big volume and have Hurley run around. <laughs> right. And away you go. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Smoke monster in real time. Yeah. yeah and have Sawyer go, I just shot a bear. That's my favorite line of Lost. <laughs> Great line. Is. Yeah, you know, we, when we were driving through Alabama, I was very happy to see that Jasper, Alabama was a real place. Oh, that's cool. Now, Ian, now don't be disappointed with season three. Yeah. <laughs> now, season three is going to get you. Hang in there. Hang in hang there. Hang in there. <laughs> hang in there. It, it, you might be down and out and you're going, what just happened? Am I lost? But just hang in there and you'll get through it. Yes. And Keep sending us voicemails. We'd love to hear your opinions on this. That would be fantastic. Keep sending the voicemails. Thank you so much. I'm, we're so happy you're enjoying it. I know we're all huge fans. Lou hasn't seen Lost yet, by the way. I have not. And he still hasn't seen- another to the list. <laughs> yeah, oh, and he still hasn't seen Last, Last Dragon. I have not. Oh, no. my God. Eric's going to come over and kick your ass. <laughs> in, in 2022. Oh, here's here's I would be more concerned with to the the person who went through the trouble of getting it for you yeah, and I know, sending I know. it to you. OG Rob, I know, I appreciate so, it. OG Rob, I know, I know, I know. These I'm, millennials, damn, so uh, unappreciative. We were he, everybody stuck at he got it early on in the <laughs> lockdown. I just yeah, want to say, yeah, he knew it was coming. He knew yeah. it was coming. He's waiting for the second wave to hit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you don't have to wait that long, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, Lord. Let's get into some trailer trash. We have two. We had three, and I had to delete one of them. I even put it in our Skype chat, the the uh, the URL for it. But it was Back to the Future 3, and I felt so bad that I didn't want to trash the trailer. Well, now we got to see it. No, 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 no. It wasn't horrific, but it's just really bad. 
but Josh came through. Josh came through with the trailer trash. Okay. So we have two and we have it there. I completely have forgotten what the first one is. So, but I know it's bad and we're going to watch it together, but I completely have blanked out on this one. So Eric, here we go. Oh, dude. Oh, I remember this now. Classic. The movie started. The movie started. Not really. I just want them to come running in from the lobby thinking that they missed something. Ha! I'm Ed Stewart, movie star. <laughs> what the fuck? Pretty big cast. Wow. The guy from Revenge of the Nerds, Booger. Hey, little boy, will you hold on to this for me? Made friends. Sorry. Oh, no. Saw the sights. Please, your enormous is anything but chilly. Killed our own food. Dazzled women. Are you ready for me, Hoops? We were party animals. How have I never seen this? <laughs> You've never seen this? No. Well, I'll Don't give you, you a hint. Give it's... away all the best bits. Yeah, I mean, this is the whole movie, man. <laughs> that was Rich Little, by the way. I felt a little bit better about who I was and where I was going. Okay, let's move it out. Here we go. Wait. It really was one crazy summer. Is that really his voice? No, that's his shtick. That's his thing. Okay, yeah. Just check it. He was a big. He was big in the eighties. Mm-hmm. He's actually made some pretty good that. films. Bobcat Goldthwait. Like he direct. He's directed he's, some pretty interesting films. If you think has about, he really? Like, yeah. He's oh done yeah. A couple. Yeah. He's actually, oh, actually pretty God, talented. I know I know this, you wouldn't know by looking at that, but he's, he's some of his later stuff. I can't think of it off the top of my head. There's a couple that are really yeah quite good. Wow, Josh, you've seen this film. No, but I have. I do I recall know. people talking about it, having it referenced. Like I had some cousins who lived on a, a, a farm, and so there was nothing to do but watch movies. And I, they used to talk about One Crazy Summer a lot. But I probably wasn't even allowed to watch it. So, yeah, I'm so surprised that I never. I was a big John Cusack guy. Was a, Demi Moore was in it. Eric, you've seen this? Oh yeah, man, way way back when. It's um, it it's just like what this trailer looks like. Oh and uh, it's not great. Even back then, when I was young and stupid, and that lowbrow humor would have appealed to me. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't that good. And under no circumstance, uh, John Cusack's character's name is Hoops. There's never been a moment in my life where I looked at him and thought, "Man, there's a basketball star." Right. right <laughs> oh my God, that's awful. What off. is what is a more effective trailer, Bobcat Goldthwait? screaming that the, the movie is starting or Stephen King looking right into the camera goes, I'm going to scare the hell out of you. Yeah, I think Stephen King. I think <laughs> Probably. Just, just, Stephen King, just Stephen King on there was freaking. Yeah. They should just get Bobcat to mind. introduce all sorts of movies and stuff. So maybe next Star Wars trailer, you can just, uh, he goes, like, we got a brand new Star Wars trailer for you. Who <laughs> <laughs> was looking at him going, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> the, the only thing I was interested in was that Godzilla was in it. I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Bobcat had a good run. A really good run. He had a really good run for a while. And I think Rich Little was in that. I saw Rich Little. It looked like and I it. think, yeah. And the guy. That's in the Twisted Sister videos. The what guy do you want to do with your, your life? life? The guy that was in uh, Animal House, right? Wasn't he in Animal House or no? I think that no. character was in Animal House. It's all House. blurry together for me. What's that on your chest, mister? 
It's a pledge pin, sir. A pledge pin on your uniform. I, that looked like him. Was that him? I think so, but I that my focus wasn't on it super hard. Maybe it was. Yeah. It did look like him. Yeah, I think it was. Eight, it looks like eighty three to me. I don't know. I think King Tom's on it right now. No, he's looking it up. Let's said the better. But now we've got a pretty bad trailer. I watched the first thirty seconds of it and I stopped. Josh sent this over and I watched it. And I was like, okay, it's perfect. Let's watch this next one that Josh sent. This is called a Razorback, which is a cult Australian oh. film. That's all we need to know. Oh, can it- okay, cult Australian film, Razorback. Les, I think, knows what this is. I yeah. think Boo, yeah. Boo's going to love this for the first 30 seconds. It's been a while since I've seen it. but You've uh, seen this? this oh, it's wow. It's a legendary. Okay. Yeah. Let's do this. You ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here we, go. Here we go. Oh, look at those motion graphics. That's amazing. <laughs> That's already great. Somewhere in the Australian outback. Is that a hog? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is that Ryan Reynolds? I thought it was Matthew McConaughey. (laughs) Huge. As big as a rhino. Jake Cullen, the obsessed hunter, determined to stop it. to come to the water hole to drink. Jake, get some help. No. No, he's mine. There are actually some very nice shots in this. It was actually shot by the guy who shot Mad Max 2, Road Warrior. So there is a proper oh, really? cinematographer awesome. in it. Yeah, it did win an Australian Movie Award for cinematography, but obviously not oh, for Oh, shit. Eight miles west of here. The American oh, no, they're butchering hogs. What's happening to her? This poor reporter's getting... What did you do to my wife, Benny? And the crazed brothers who protected their own secrets at all costs. This is how we all talk as well. Do you know what happened? Oh no. She's just sitting there. Razorbacks. Carl Winters searching for the answers. Godless vermin. He's only got two states of being. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's clever. Just like me. <laughs> That's just like Killer. Josh. Dangerous or dead. God, this is like listening to an episode of Geek Dudes. Well, the acting is fantastic. Hello? Again, nice looking film, though. I want to see the racer back again. From Australia's hottest new director, Russell Mulcahy. Razorback. He's only got two states of being. Dangerous or dead. Razorback. <laughs> we, we heard that. Dangerous thing. or dead. Not the TV. Uh, they, the, they took the, the whole razor house bread there. just pulled the pulled half the house away but yeah i feel like it was a bit of a dual problem- situation where you know right yeah, yeah. I was about to ask. is this like jaws or like tremors where you don't see the creature until the end yeah i think that the the, the the creature's a bit shonky and they're just sort of cutting around it i reckon <laughs> that is that was great josh i appreciate that that is, that is really good. good raise your back i will put the links in our show notes and watch with us yeah that was a delight man that was really good i think we know the title of this episode Dangerous or dead. <laughs> dangerous or dead. He's no good dangerous to be dangerous or dead. or dead. He's no good to me. Yeah, that's a great. Well, let's get into some comic book TV movie news. 
Falcon and Winter Soldier. How much does Marvel's The Falcon and Winter Soldier have left to film? This is what Anthony Mackie said. He was on Jimmy Fallon. Some people are saying that the show is canceled. And he came out and said, I'm happy to say we are not canceled. We are on hold. So we're going back hopefully sometime soon and finishing it up. We have very little stuff to do. I'm very happy with it. We have a little bit more to get back to do, but everybody rest assured it will come out. We are not canceled. It's a good thing for all you Marvel fans that uh, this thing is still coming out. Yeah, yeah well, would it be canceled? Why would you go, cancel go it? Like, it's not like yeah, it, that's what I was going to say. Come out when it comes yeah. out. It's it's especially Disney Plus. Right. Like, hey, we don't have to hit a date. We'll do what we want. But Disney, yeah, and. And there was a pandemic, for God's sake, people. Just because yeah, they haven't uh, finished things doesn't mean that everything. Yeah, what reason could you come up with to just say, sorry, guys, we're not doing this anymore? Everything's not Children of the Corn. I was about to say, if Children, <laughs> well, that might be the, uh, they, they, they set the standard pretty high. Right, right, if you are yeah. really committed, quarantine all together, lock yourselves in all together, and then finish the shit. Yeah, finish the shit. Mm-hmm. That's it. Best picture, Children <laughs> of the Corn, like by default, the only movie that comes out. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll all go see it because it'll be the only movie out. <laughs> I don't know about It'll me. be the only movie done. I don't know about Even that. Even Boo will go. <laughs> yeah. DC, King Tom's very, very excited about this. DC is having a big online event. So this is from Yahoo News. DC has decided oh. to start its own virtual event called Fandom. It's actually called The Volume, which will be accessible by anyone for free. No badge required. For 24 hours. The website will be accessible around the world, offering fans the biggest movies, TVs, and comics coming over the next few years. This is kind of cool. Warner Brothers has pulled all the stops, pulled out all the stops when it comes to the movies they will be showing off at this event, including The Batman, Black Adam, Zack Snyder's Justice League, The Suicide Squad, and Wonder Woman 1984. The official release teased new announcements from Warner Brothers game, film, and TV, and comics, including Aquaman, The Batman, Batman. Batwoman, Black Adam, Black Lightning, DC, the list goes on and on and on. Mega Fan Event will begin August 22nd at 10 a.m. and will be accessible for 24 hours. DCFandom.com. Check it out. Yeah, it's crazy. They're, they're not going to show you these movies. They're just doing their own Comic-Con, pretty much. And they're going to have a panel, okay. and they're going to show you trailers. And they'll probably will show you, like, Zack Snyder's Justice League, I would imagine. So that was, that was one that I found interesting. Although it is a Warner Brothers property and the ball has kind of been rolled past them at this point. It's, mm-hmm. you know, the snowball rolling down the hill. It's already too big to get in front of. Uh-huh. So they're just going. Unless gung- it's hot. <laughs> yeah, unless it's hot. Um, so, so they're just going with it. They're just going with it with what HBO and all that are, are willing to do and the money they're putting forward with it. So they're just. All right. Yeah, sure. Put it out. Yeah, you it's know, our thing now. As long as our name is, uh, is, is in the front of it, we don't care. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, yeah, because I, I wasn't sure about their. I'm sure. I'm sure they're displeased with what's going on and how it happened. But now they're just kind of. Just, All right. Cool. We'll do it. Mm-hmm. I, I find that interesting. Well, okay. If it's good, they'll jump on pretty quick, though. If people yeah. love it, they'll be like, "All right, mm-hmm. get those t-shirts, yeah, exactly. get those figures, you know, <laughs> yeah, let's do right. some spin-offs." Like, is it a exactly. potential? Could it? That's- could they potentially just spin off that? If this, if this thing is is great. And people love it, Ooh. and it's huge. Like, will they just go? All right, we'll, we will just plateau off that. We'll jump off that. We'll we'll do something. You know, we'll drive a dump truck money up to Ben Affleck's house and just have two universes. That's a great point. Well, that's a great point because Emily Lynn for Cancer by Dispatch. When we had her on. She asked that. What happens now if it's with everything else? Yeah, are you going to completely switch up what the universe is going to be because this one was done really well? Who knows if it's going to be done well? I hope. You know what? I hope it's great. I'm not wishing that it's shitty. This event is uh, pretty interesting. King Tom, will you be tuning into this DC online event? Probably not. 
I, I you know, someone else. What is your space. what is your angst against DC, buddy? You I, saw? Didn't you see I, Shazam? I did not see Shazam. Jiminy Crickets! Didn't you see Wonder Woman? I saw Wonder Woman. I was not impressed. Didn't you see? Well, I was Justice impressed. League? There were just things about the movie wow. that I didn't like. Mm. It wasn't Gail Godot, I can tell you that much. No, it was not. It was not her. Okay. Did you see the Joker? No. Or Joker? No, mm. I did not. So you're a big about the, the Phantom King Tom. Have you seen the Phantom? The Billy <laughs> Way back when, I think I did. I fucking love that movie. Phantom. Oh, that the was Phantom, the movie. That I, it was. I would rent that movie from Albertsons every fucking like every time I had the opportunity. Oh, oh yeah, is a, or a local grocery store. Yeah, still the highest, one of the highest selling uh, heroes in Australia. The Phantom, very really, Australia. Awesome. yeah, been running for wow. 60, 50, 50 years or something. The comic comic there has been running for years in Australia. Wow. So, yeah, has there been King Tom? Let's dig deep into this. I'm gonna be your therapist. I'm gonna pull Lorena on you right now. Has there been a DC film that you really have enjoyed over the last like decade or so? Let's go back 20 years. Wow. Silence. I can't think of one. I just, it's, it's not that I, you know, wish DC or it's, it's fans ill. It's just like harder for me to to get into. Now about Burton's Batman's Burton's Batman's were okay. I liked the original two Superman movies growing up. What about Steel with Shaq? Christopher. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't think I ever saw the Steel with Shaq. Wow, that says it all right there. Yeah. Hmm. Did you watch Aquaman? No, I did not. Wow. You should watch Aquaman. So here's the thing: you're not giving these movies a shot. You need to watch Aquaman, and you need to watch Shazam, and Wonder Woman. Oh no, you you saw Wonder 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 Woman. You were underwhelmed, yeah. See, I really liked Wonder Woman, except for the last fighting sequence. I thought was way too dark, and it didn't look great. But I really loved the film. I thought it was great. I, I'm really excited yeah, about it. Yeah, it's good, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really excited about Wonder Woman 84. Okay, King Tom, we'll figure out what's going on with you. Okay, there's plenty. <laughs> yeah. Now, Mr. Chapman, are you ready for some flash round? Yeah, hit me. I was, was going to try and go back to some old episodes with other guests and remember what the questions were so I could research. But I'm just going to have to do it. You know, on the seat of my pants. That's all right. And we haven't done this in a while, by the way. Okay, so you know how this works. We're going to ask you some questions. You're going to give us your answer for the first thing you think of in the top of your head. All right, here we go. It's time for the flash round. This is where we try to figure out what's in that big old noggin of yours. You ready? Good luck. Vader or Kylo? Vader. Favorite bounty hunter? IG-11. Good question. Favorite band or musical artist? You are my... Did you say UMI? Yeah, that's an Australian band. But bands that you would know, Beatles, Rolling Stones, Weezer. (laughs) (laughs) That's a safe one. That's a safe one. Uh, That's all right. Favorite type of alcoholic beverage? Probably a cold beer in Australian summer. What kind of beer? Um, I do like Great Northerns at the moment. I'm not a a huge beer snob. I'll drink most things. But the beer, beer, Great Northern beer is quite nice at the moment. It's a very crisp beer. And um, I do like a gin and tonic as well. Very nice. Very nice. Favorite cereal? Porridge. Oh, okay. Porridge. Which I guess is, oat, like is oatmeal. Do you call that oatmeal in America? <laughs> yeah, we yeah. call it oatmeal, but porridge sounds very have, classy. Our, yeah, our, like our cereals are all pretty, we don't have the crazy wackadoo cereals that you guys have in America where they're all like Oh, really? You don't have like fruit, fruit, fruit and, Oh, you well, don't? 
we can get Cocoa Pops and Fruit Loops, but they're very few and far between. We don't really have those highly sugarized mm. cereals and stuff. It's, it's- you know what they should do is bottle up the the milk with the Fruit Loops and Cocoa Puffs and bottle that up and sell that on its own. You, you know what I've heard? Chocolate Sell milk. them soggy. No, no, no. no, no not the oh, soggy. Oh, the, the, the after. Ju- the yeah. after, the juice part, the milk part. I think no. they already do that. Yeah, you, you can, can get, get the flavored milk. milk. Flavored milk. Well, chocolate milk, yeah. We can no, get but here. you can yeah. get the flavored cereal, cereal like milk. Fruity Pebbles or, yeah, you can you get can it. get that milk? Fruity yes. Pebbles. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That, that's an awesome cereal. You know what I've heard? Putting chocolate milk as your milk in your cereal mm-hmm. makes things just otherworldly better. Oh, it's, it's magic, fun. my friend. Um, <laughs> you're not messing around with that. <laughs> Can't believe I said porridge. Porridge, the most boring cereal of all. You guys are like you put chocolate milk <laughs> you, with, you, with your sweetie <laughs> thing, and it's just I'm like, yeah, well, porridge is nice. You <laughs> just said porridge. I, that's uh, threw me for a loop, but I, I liked it. I like it. Sounded classy. Just watch out. You said bears. gin and tonic, and you said porridge. Mm, I know. There you go. Crunchy or smooth peanut butter? Crunchy. Nice. Nice. Well done. Tupac or Biggie? Tupac. Probably. No, I'm not huge fans of either. I'm more of a Jay-Z guy. I, you know what? Um, I am too. Very well done. You know, Eminem just came out and talked about his greatest rappers that he believes. Yeah, his he top 10 list. list. Right. He had a good list. Jay-Z was I'm on a huge, So was Tupac. I love so Public Enemy as well. Oh, nice. Chuck D. I used to love Public Enemy. Man. Uh, but you know who else was on there? Andre was on there. Kendrick was on there. I think J. Cole was on there, if I'm not mistaken. If you're a big Eminem fan, check out that latest interview. Favorite cuss word? Motherfucker. If you were to pick a planet to live in Star Wars, which one would it be? Do they get blown up in the end? Because I'd say Alderaan if it wasn't blown up. Otherwise, Naboo. Let's just say they don't get blown up. I think Alderaan would be nice. It'd be like living in Switzerland. Yeah, Alderaan is beautiful. Yeah, I agree. What, w- what would be your lightsaber color? Green. Favorite boy band? Ooh, favorite boy band. You can't say Weezer. <laughs> human nature which is an australian band wow they were a boy band so human nature plays in las vegas and they're yeah huge they're like vegas. vegas guys now yeah i should have said the wiggles actually, yeah I think about it yeah the wiggles uh you know that big huge billboard and signs of human nature they're all dressed really nice handsome dudes they have a whole residency in vegas they've had it for like 10 years mm-hmm. they do like sort of like sinatra stuff don't they yeah favorite non-star wars movie spinal tap nice good call rogue one or solo Rogue One. Current version of A New Hope or the original despecialized, if you will, New Hope? I'm going to say current just because I think the, the end battle's better and I can mm-hmm. overlook. I'm so used to the special edition stuff now. Yeah, it's slightly jarring. I watched the despecialized recently and it was actually slightly jarring in places. So, but mm. um, probably the other two, Jedi and Empire would definitely leave alone. Favorite ship in Star Wars? Probably X-Wing and then Naboo Starfighter. I'm a big escape pod guy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love that Naboo um, Starfighter. Last but not least, the most important question. I haven't done this in a while. There was rumors, by the way, that Beyonce was signed a contract to be in Black Panther 2, but she has said no. Sorry. Mm. Sucks. Beyonce or Rihanna? Beyonce. She's the queen. That's right. <laughs> she is the queen. Appreciate that, Josh. Well, I hope I got those. Uh, I hope I got. Those I was about right. to send I don't know if you guys that, keep. I don't know if you keep track of who says what, but uh. no, we don't. <laughs> but I will. I will say that I was about to send back that beanie if you would have said Riri. <laughs> if I had said Rihanna, yeah, I actually would have sent the Dallas Wood because 
You got your Thanks, bro. One. Thanks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but well done. As my friend Eric Struthers used, always says, Ace job liking what you like. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Ace job liking what you like. Appreciate that's, it. That's why we need Eric here for, you know, to be Eric. That's right. Well, we were Eric last week, kind of. A little bit. Maybe I'll go Th- back and listen now. Yeah, you should probably. Yeah, you should. You should. It was it was a fun episode, and we missed you. We really did. Josh, thank you so much for coming on tonight and being with us. Well, it's actually today. Well, it's actually tomorrow where you're at. But thank you for coming on. We really appreciate it. And tell the listeners where they can hear your sweet voice. Oh, thank you. It's been a pleasure just speaking to all you guys again. It's a little bittersweet because I thought. I'd see you all sooner rather than later, but um, we're going to have to just swallow that. But luckily, the, the the wonders of the internet and podcasting means that we'll all be able to keep on keep touch and start crossing off that calendar and things and, and start dreaming of the all the big fun times we're going to have in two years, two and a bit years. Could find Star Wars spelt out just where you find podcasts, and then you, Peppa Pig. You can just Google Peppa Pig podcast. Like I said, we're the only game in town. We'll be easy enough to find. Uh, is there anything else in Tee Public? You just look under Star Wars Spelt Out or go to starwarsspeltout.com and there's links and stuff, everything there. So, yeah, thank you, guys. Dream fulfilled being on the Sith list. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Life is complete. Sorry we didn't have all the sound effects like during the show, but don't oh, worry. Right. We're going to put some in. <laughs> we'll put some in post-production. <laughs> but thank you so much. And all that information will be in our show notes. And again, click on our Pot It Forward page and just click on their logo. And I think I put their logo up without even asking them. And then later on, I just DM'd them and said, hey, I uh, put you up on our potted forward page. And um, they said, take it down. And they said, fuck you, take it down. Or we're calling the attorneys. Mr. Tom Chansky, king of all pods, man who loves DC. Where can people find you? I'll be online at the DC, whatever <laughs> it is, called con in the last week of August. But other than that, uh, Tom Chansey on Twitter, uh, here on the Sith List, and Patreon shows for Steel Wars, Blue Harvest, and The Bad Motivators. Fantastic. Mr. Struthers, where can people find you? See, I'm being, not getting creepy. I'm just straightforward. <laughs> I know you were waiting. I like that yeah. you had to point out that you weren't being creepy. Right, um, right. So, yeah, man, check out my other podcast, The Bad Motivators, where we mostly talk about Star Wars. And, uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter, at Eric Strathers. Every now and then, I say something that isn't about Taylor Swift. And, and you know, she was supposed to open up our brand new stadium in Los Angeles. It was a big two nights at SoFi Stadium. 60,000 people sold out two nights, I believe. And I think that got canceled. But but I was going to fly you down here so we can go together. But I guess that's not happening. <laughs> Could you imagine how we could, a bunch of creepers we'd look like, though, Eric? If you and I were just at a Taylor Swift concert by ourselves, uh, it could be like dude, a I'm telling girl you right with a Beatles now, concert. So that would be yeah, amazing. I know. I'm line. totally serious. When Britney, Britney, and I did an episode of That's Metal about the Taylor Swift City of Lover concert, and there was a girl in there like crying, and I said, "That is so me at a Taylor Swift concert." Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> I'll never forgive my brother. My brother had third row at the Honda Center here in Anaheim. Beyonce tickets took my cousin instead of me. <laughs> like I was in the splash. Oh, I was in the, the splash. Betrayal. That is. Oh, I feel for you. Yeah, I that is that. betrayal. And then I got to see her with Jay Z at the Coliseum, but I had the worst possible. So yeah. you might as well have been in the parking lot. Yeah. Whatever. Gonzalez, where can people find you? <laughs> 
on Twitter at less is more 78. Mr. Carlos Bergwin, Boos, Boos, and they're sweating for some reason. I was scratching my eyebrow. Oh, you're sweating. sweating. It's actually nice and chilly in here. Uh, you can find me not sweating, hopefully not sweating, on Twitter at the Sith List Boo. And please call Brittany Princess. Yeah, she's my alabaster princess. <laughs> my porcelain queen. So catch us next week on episode. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We can find me at the Sith List. I forgot about that. <laughs> Damn it. And he squeezed Josh- it in. There you go. Yeah, Josh, it's normally not like this. <laughs> this has been all yes, over the fucking place. Yeah, it actually is. It's like this. It's good. Makes me feel like I'm much, you know, I'm not a professional dumbass like I normally think when I do podcasts. No, like, no, oh, no, no. It's we're always like this, Josh. Everyone's the same. Yeah, no, we're all the same, Josh. We're all the same. You can find me at The Sith List. Catch us next week on episode number 203 of The Sith List.
what a peek behind the curtain this is. I hear these slick freaking episodes every week and they're just like bang, 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 bang. It's just like, oh, no, it's just Josh, you have no idea. It's just hands that must go on here. It's crazy. Josh, you have no idea. Oh, you have no people idea. who send in their damn ass voicemails every week and then the next thing you know you can't get them off your show <laughs> <laughs> that was, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's right. oh man oh man